The Sun Devils spring game is tomorrow, and we're going to preview everything leading up to it on this edition of the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Sun Levels podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Levels. As always, thank you guys for tuning in, and thank you to the everydayers who are here every day. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe, and turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. Stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter at richiebrads 36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Levels the, the whole week, pretty much. We have been focused on the spring game, which is kicking off tomorrow at noon, Sun Devil Stadium after the Pat Tillman run. If you're able to make it, go out there. We're really hoping this is going to be huge support for the team and that this is going to be an awesome turnout and an amazing start to the Kenny Dillingham era. That's that's the whole goal here is to usher in this new era in the absolute best way possible. Get there if you can. We have taken a look at... I made my projected starting lineups, which have already aged poorly. And then we took a look at offense, what to look for, players to stand out on Wednesday. Defense, same thing yesterday. Today, we're going to wrap it all up together, talk a little bit about everything, talk about some matchups, talk about some storylines, and a couple bold predictions. Nothing too crazy because I don't know. Which, who's on whose team. I don't know which team is mar- maroon and which team is gold. I, I do know that uh, I believe Elijah Badger and Jalen Conyers are on the same team because Elijah said if his team wins to go to Burrito Express and tell him Elijah sent you, and if they lose to tell him that Jalen sent you. So I assume they're on the same team, but I don't know. I, I If someone has a roster, let me know. I would love to take a look at it. But anyways, let's go ahead and just dive into the storylines. I've been avoiding it this week. But now feels like as an appropriate time as ever to talk about the quarterbacks. This is obviously the biggest storyline here. Nothing is more important on the football field than the quarterback position. You are only as good as your signal caller, and you're only going to be as good as whoever is throwing the ball, running the rock, and controlling the offense is going to be. Arizona State has rolled out with five guys in particular that have stood out. You've got Bennett Meredith, Jacob Conover, Jaden Rashada, Trenton Bourget, and Drew Pine in no particular order that are the main guys in this competition right now. And I anticipate all of them will be getting some significant playing time this weekend during the game for whoever's team that they're on. I envision this to be a highly competitive game. I feel like everyone's going to get a good opportunity here. But I feel like the quarterbacks are going to be the ones that we're going to be staring at and dissecting the most. Like like I said, and like anybody who watches football knows, you're only as good as your quarterback. And for Arizona State, this is a team going through a lot of transition right now. And they have so many options of quarterback, which in college is a good thing. It means that you've got different directions to go. It's not like the NFL with the classic. If you have two quarterbacks, you don't have any quarterbacks. That's not the case in college. College, you won as many guys as you possibly can, because people can transfer, they can declare, they can get hurt. Like at any time you need 
as many bodies as you can. So if all five players look great for Arizona State, beautiful. I think that's best case scenario. Bottom line is you're going to be paying attention to see who stands out more than others. Obviously, people are going to be paying attention to guys like Jaden Rashada, the four-star recruit, the, the prize gem of the 2023 draft, draft class and or recruiting class, I should say. And one of the guys that is going to be generating the most headlines for the remainder of the year for Arizona State Sun Devils football. Everyone's going to be watching him. We'll be watching Trenton Borgay, who took over for the Sun Devils last year and was able to get two of their three wins with him under center. We'll be watching Drew Pine, the transfer from Notre Dame, who's being hyped up as the next Bo Nix for Kenny Dillingham to work with. Ben Meredith, who was on the team last year and was part of the scouting crew that was highly regarded and obviously brought back, and now he's got a great chance and opportunity here. And Jacob Conover, a former four-star uh, quarterback recruit out of the Valley, coming home, would love to make a name for himself. There's there's a lot here to look at with the quarterbacks alone. I didn't really touch on it all week. This is me touching on it now. Quarterback is absolutely, without a doubt, the biggest storyline for spring ball tomorrow. But I will be paying attention to several other things, such as the other star players, both offensively and defensively. I mentioned Jalen Conyers and Elijah Badger earlier. They are arguably the number one and number two players that are returning from last year's team. They both look like future NFL players. They look like guys who can really ascend towards the top tier of the Conference of Champions and the best in the Pac-12. Badger and Conyers are both going to appear on all-conference preseason lists. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. They should appear on preseason watch lists for their position awards for the nation. You should have Badger on the list for the Fred Bolitnikoff Award for the top wide receiver, and you should have Jalen Conyers on the John Mackey Award for the top tight end. To me, that's non-negotiables. Outside of them, you've got Roe Torrance on defense, who's looking like one of the one of the next up-and-coming defensive backs for the Sun Devils, potentially a shutdown, lockdown guy. Another dude who looks like an NFL prospect. We'll see if he can get there. And one of the best returning players for the Sun Devils. He's He's probably top three, worst case, top five. BJ Green has led the team in sacks the last two years. Maybe he does it again. He's changing positions. He's going from defensive tackle to defensive end as like an edge rusher full time. He's dropped 20 pounds to get ready for this. He will be another guy that we're watching. There are several stars here and there's several transfers as well to watch. Cameron Scadabel, uh, Xavier Guillory, goodness. Xavier Alford, I was combining the two of them and trying to say them at the same time. That's why I was stumbling so much. Uh, Shamari Simmons, like uh, Clayton Smith. There, there's a lot of, of names. Drew Pine. Drew Pine is a name to watch. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of star players in, in, in Arizona State terms, star players. Like I'm not saying these are Heisman contenders or they're all future NFL guys, but for Arizona State Sanders, these are star guys that we're going to be keeping an eye on. And then finally, the thing that I'm going to be watching, and I encourage you guys to probably not watch, is the offensive line. I'm very, very worried about the offensive line. I'm curious how they play in closer to a game setting. And it'll be interesting because there's a lot of shuffling right now. There's very few jobs that are guaranteed, if any, on the five spots on that offensive line. I like Isaiah Glass and uh, Lee Fontanu and Joey Ramos. And other than that, I feel like it should be open competition and open season for the rest of the offensive line. And 
even those three I just named should not be guaranteed spots right now. So I'll be watching for the offensive line. If you don't want to be miserable and subject yourself to probably bad play, I wouldn't pay too much attention to the offensive line. And I would look at the glass half full and be like, wow, this pass rush sure does look good. That's probably the best way to look at it right now. Those are the main storylines that I'm going to be looking for. But again, there's a lot here to digest for Arizona State Sun Devils football. It's not as simple as just looking at a few certain guys. There's a lot here to look at. If you're looking for a delicious snack but don't want all the sugar and calories then you need to get the best tasting protein bar ever built, you got to try this. If you're like me and you want to make healthier snack choices but you don't want to compromise on taste, then I've got just the thing for you because Built Bars and Built Puffs are healthy and taste amazing. Seriously, they taste so amazing, you won't think they're good for you. You got to try this. What makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real dark chocolate. That's right real chocolate and they come in unbelievably great flavors like churro peanut butter brownie cookies and cream and more i'm not sure how built does it but they get these bars to taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros and what's even better is they're healthy it's only 130 calories four grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein and now you don't even need to wait around for a box for years we've been talking about ordering your built bars at built.com but now you can get them at your local walmart or sam's club while you still can order your specific flavors at Built.com. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puff. If you're closer to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter puff and churro puff. You can get yourself a great-tasting protein bar. Get yourself a difference with Built Bar. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Back into our conversation now. Let's look at some matchups. I didn't want to be too hyper-specific. There was one matchup that I am very specific about. And that's because it's matching up the best receiver on the team with the best corner on the team. And you're not just saying that because like they're the top of the depth chart. You're saying that because these are guys that should be some of the best in the conference. It's it's Elijah Badger on Row Torrance. That is much watch football. That is that is going to be, in my opinion, the matchup of the entire game. No matter no matter what, but as long as they're on opposite teams, I really hope they are. If if they're on the same team, again, I don't have rosters. If you have a roster, send it to me. If they, if they are on the same team, that's a bummer because I feel like we would be mistreated if we did not get to see Ro Torrance and Elijah Badger go at it with each other for a scrimmage game. Those two look like they can be ASU greats this year. Like Badger, I feel like is right on the cusp of elite status for a wide receiver. Torrance, I feel like he could get there. 
I'm not willing to go all in the way I am with Badger because I do think that Badger is basically there. But I think that Torrance does have that potential to become that kind of guy and that kind of lockdown guy and a really, really good talent at the corner position. He's a very good football player. I really hope that we get treated to seeing these guys go up against each other. If for some reason they are on the same team, then give me Roe Torrance against anybody and give me Elijah Badger versus anybody because I'm here for it. I want to see those guys go at each other. Speaking of a player versus anybody, Chalen Conyers against whoever is brave enough to cover him. If that's a safety like Chris Edmonds or Shamari Simmons or Montana Warren, or if it's a linebacker like Will Schaefer or Trey Brown or Tate Romney or whatever have you, maybe God forbid, Roe Torrance. Like I want to see the man who has been uncoverable, Jalen Conyers. There's been no solutions for him in camp. And that's not even bad on the defense. It's just a testament to how dominant Jalen Conyers has been throughout all of spring practice. Like this dude looks like a freaking mountain the way he runs around the field and he dances like a ballerina and he catches like Larry Fitzgerald. Like this is the perfect culmination of talent here. And I don't know that Arizona state has anybody that can match up with him, which is why I put anyone, whoever has the, the opportunity to draw the short straw and cover Jalen Conyers. Good luck. This is a guy that they should probably be cover, covering in doubles, like, or bracket him or something. This is the guy you game plan for. This isn't even like Elijah Badger slander. This is Jalen Conyers is a matchup nightmare at his size at 6'4", 260 pounds. Like, people as big as him are not supposed to move the way that he does, let alone catch the football the way that he does. I'm looking forward to seeing what Brian Moore can come up with to kind of shut down whatever is going to be going on here with Jalen Conyers in the offense. And then finally, the last matchup. Again, I said this player versus anybody. Hear me out for my reasoning. I got BJ Green versus anyone. The reason why I said anyone is because, A, I have no idea who is starting where on the offensive line. And B, how are we going to use BJ? I know that we've been playing him at edge rusher, but will they maybe get creative and kick him inside? I, I, I do know that he has lost that weight. He's not 275 anymore. He's in the 250s. Definitely not big enough to be that three tech anymore, but you can take BJ green out of the defensive tackle spot, but can you take the defensive tackle spot out of BJ green? If you place him back where he's played the last two years, is he still going to be disruptive? That's what I'm interested to see. But whoever, again, similar to Jalen Conyers, whoever has the displeasure of lining up against BJ green, good luck. Because I don't care if it's Isaiah glass, who's been the starting left tackle for the team for the last year and a half. I don't care if it's, Joey Ramos, I don't care if it's anyone, Bram Walden, whoever, like this feels like a mismatch, no matter who is going to be going up against BJ Green. I obviously will be watching for more defensive linemen as well. It's pretty well documented at this point that I am a Clayton Smith fan, but BJ Green has been one of the biggest showstoppers during the Sun Devils training camp. And I'm interested to see if he can keep that moniker during the spring practice game and if he can continue to be one of the more unblockable guys.
let's get into some bold predictions now. Nothing too crazy because, again, I don't have rosters for the last time. Maybe the last time. I might ask at the end of the podcast. If you have a roster, send it to me. Send me a roster if you have it. Predictions. I got Jaden Rashada looking sharp. Rashada is simply built to play at the next level. He's a big kid at 6'3", might even be 6'4". He's definitely got some weight to put on. I think he's only like 180. He might be 190. He's not rail thin like Jaden Daniels was when he came in, but he's still not. He can grow into his body more. And he's got the natural arm talent to just sling the ball down the field. He can run. He's mobile. He can make plays with his legs and extend plays and take off. I think the bottom line, though, is that Jaden Rashad is going to look good in this game because I think that when you're working with a guy like Kenny Dillingham, he's just going to be able to exploit the biggest strengths of your game. And there's so many for Rashada, whether it's breaking out of the pocket or slinging the ball down the field. And I think that this is going to be a great opportunity to see what you got here with Rashada. Here's what I'll say. I think this is either going to be a really good game for Rashada or a really bad game for Jaden Rashada. I don't want middling in between. I want one or the other. I want to get creative with Jaden and I want him to explore the total athleticism that he has in store here. I don't want to pigeonhole him. I want him to be all in on this game. So if you throw five picks, sounds like you took five chances. You throw five touchdowns. Sounds like you took five chances. Like, I would rather you have your worst day during the scrimmage game than during the season when you're a starting quarterback. So that's where I'm at with Rashada is I think he does look sharp. I I do think he has a good game. I'm just curious how this is going to shake out for him, whether it's one or the other, but I do think it's going to be one extreme or the other. Second one, this, I I don't want to make this a bold prediction, but the pass rush is going to have fun, man. Like it's, I, I, I'm not big on the offensive line. I hope they prove me wrong. If it makes anyone feel better, I think this defensive line is crazy. I think there's a lot of good players here. BJ Green, Clayton Smith, CJ Fight, and Robbie Harrison have dominated spring practice. I predicted that's my starting four. If I were starting my defensive line with four guys, those would be my four starters, but it's beyond them too. Ashley Williams. Prince Dorval, Anthony Cooper, uh, Garen Stansbury. Like they, they've just had guys on guys on guys on guys on guys who have just stood out and played so well during spring ball. And I feel like that's not going to change. I think Brian Ward is going to have something up his sleeve and he's going to be able to have these guys going all out on every play. And they're going to be playing on a hundred percent ferocity and that the volume is going to be turned up for these guys. I think that this is going to be another good day for the pass rush. It's looked like a good day for the pass rush in every single practice. I just don't know why that changes. I'm not saying that's changing. Finally, if there is a if there is an MVP, it's Jalen Conyers. I just don't know how you stop this guy. I talked about it earlier, so I'm not going to waste too much breath reiterating the same things. But Jalen Conyers is truly a man amongst boys here. This guy clearly belongs on 
the next level. And I have a feeling that the way that he's dominated practices is going to translate onto the football field. Like we've seen in the second half of the 2022 season, how good he was his breakout game against Colorado and other great performances, like his touchdown game against uh, uh, U of a, like there's a lot here for Jalen Conyers to explore and to continue becoming a complete player. I believe that he's going to continue harnessing that he's been doing that. There's no signs of him slowing down. This is going to be another big breakout opportunity for him. Hopefully it'll be to a sold out stadium. I sold out. I don't think they're charging. Don't quote me on that, but hopefully it'll be to a sold out stadium where people can start to get invested and be like, I'm going to pay attention to number 12, because I think that that is going to be a very good football player in the upcoming season. But those are my bold predictions. Those are my matchups. Those are my storylines. What are you guys going to be watching for? Let me know in the comments. Let me know on Twitter. You can find me at RichieRats36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. Sound off. Let me know. Are you guys going to be at the game? I sure hope so. I'll be sure to cover the game for you guys. I'll be sure to give you updates, and we'll talk about it all next week as well as we continue to prepare for the offseason and the grueling days that are to come. But there's a lot of excitement here, guys. So stay invested. And wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. That's all I got for you guys on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Till next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.